You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Saturday and the game is on. Ten minutes and it's three to none. I'm sipping back on a decan. I don't give a damn if it's not a again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. We are the Blue Testament. My name is Cody Bradley, and I've got Robert Russert in the studio with me tonight. Well, hello, Cody. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I've good, got Robert good. Russert and uh, also a canine friend in here as well. That's right. The one and only. He's already sleeping. Cosmo's already sleeping. <laughs> well, we needed another guest. That is out. Allie ain't here. We couldn't find a replacement. So Cosmo's here to lend some moral support. Okay, so Cosmo, you bark when you want to you yeah. know, argue like, like that. Yeah, Mike. you need to okay. interject. He's All right. Gonna, he's going to bark. <laughs> <laughs> so how was the weekend? Weekend was good. Labor Day weekend, lake weekend. Right, yeah, me too. Didn't get a lot done. Don't remember all of it. <laughs> so... Good weekend. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, my brother wants to buy a $100,000 boat, so, yeah, more power to him. I had one of my – the lake house I was at, The my buddy's dad said once said to us that the best day of a boat owner's life is when he sells the boat. <laughs> well, you know what boat stands for, right? No. Break out another thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It it does, man. I, it I, does. I see all of this go on, and they just it's just dumping money away. Well, now it's very barely fun. has money to dump, so it, there it you is, go. It is indeed very fun. So okay, we've got a couple points of interest from the Houston win. Woohoo! We've got, and then we got a little quick preview for the Portland game, which is a dangerous and very important one. A lot of sixes involved there. We'll talk about that later. And then we're also going to talk USA versus Mexico very briefly, which that game snuck up on me. Didn't realize that was this Friday. Friday evening. Okay, so let's just let's jump into this uh, the Houston match here. Hey, it was a nice goal. Very nice goal. Johnny Russell just continues to uh, – we were talking about who can put this team on their back, and I feel like Johnny has done that from the game that we asked about it <laughs> Yeah. Until, yeah. until now, and it's been wonderful. And, of course – He's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he and a chorus of others, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, we also had the continued development of Graham Smith. I mean, team of the week this week. Nice assist. Solid play. Yeah, Graham Smith deserves a, a, a lot of applause there. He's filled in at one like perhaps the most crucial time of the season. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. And then, of course, the switch from uh, Ilya to Felipe, which we were going to touch on as well. And Hurtado and yeah, what, yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about this stuff. But but Graham Smith, yeah. I it just blows my mind how far he has come from. He was given a couple chances last year. Yeah. To we're pretty sure Vermees was had him in the doghouse and mentioned his his play without mentioning his name at one point. And so it's just I I love so much to see this and he's even. You know, he's looking as good as any defender that we've had this year. I know it's a short, small sample size. Yeah, exactly. But it is a welcome surprise. <laughs> I think it's called picking your ass up from being down and, and yeah. listening. Listening to Peter and saying, well, if I want to make a career of this, I, I've got to do this. Yeah, and it's he's almost, done it. Yeah, it's, it's like Vermees um, saw this kid and was just like, I'm going to make him into my own. <laughs> <laughs> Which he tends to do. Yeah. It's his way or the highway. And so. <laughs> I, you know, there's not... Many better coaches, at least in America, as a defender to learn from, I guess. So, that's good been, point. Good point. That has just been wonderful. And I, so, at this point, would you prefer Barath or Smith? Well, I mean, I we think Smith has shown things on both sides of the ball. Yeah, you know, I, I was watching yeah. uh, at the game Saturday night. I was just watching how he moves the ball, and, and he doesn't move it as perfectly as a Fontes. No, he no. doesn't. He doesn't. But he gets it off his feet pretty quick. Um, he doesn't do anything stupid. He's not going to penetrate too big. But but I think the big thing is, is and Brath has this too, is the athleticism. But I don't think Brath has both of those together and the smarts yeah. You know that, that Smith has developed playing with the Rangers, playing in this system for so long. Yeah, and he's become – the set piece target also yeah smith has and he's done well with it yeah he really has i mean that's how that it wasn't on a set piece but he was up the field because of i, th I think it was a corner kick not long before that yeah and that's what started that goal was felipe playing it to him over the top which fontes never would have gotten to in the first place no but. he would <laughs> No, he who knows not, what Barath would have done, would, but anyway. He would not have ran that ball down, that's that's for sure. And you were commenting how, you know, he, he got there and he kind of took his time. Well, that's smart. He has to get there. He has right. to turn his shoulders to make sure that that ball actually gets where he wants it to go. Yeah. You know, so. I wasn't I wasn't being very fair to him. It's just, if you watch <laughs> that play, you know, 
you see the calmness and just how smooth like some of these attacking players are in the box. He he definitely wasn't that. Yeah. He just, you know he caught he didn't take the touch to put it in front of him. He ran around right. the ball <laughs> right. to do it. And hey, it just, you I mean, play I'm within not, your skill set. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, and that's that's exactly it. And it worked wonderfully. He put it right in a dangerous spot, and yeah. two players almost got their head on it. So five foot seven, Johnny Russell. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> the uh, Bikadi, I think, said, "Yeah, the only five foot seven Johnny Russell." And then after that, everybody celebrating around him was just as tall, if not shorter, <laughs> yeah, than I him. Know. So I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> it doesn't I, really stand out." Every as time, being short. <laughs> every time after a game, and you go into the locker room and stand next to Johnny Russell, yeah. is when is when I f- like remember. I, I always forget because like it he's just, a wee little Scott. It just seems like you know he's just this huge player for the team and so mm. fierce and strong on the ball you like don't even really think of it and until you stand right next to him it's like oh god yeah that's right it's a story of the world's greatest soccer players isn't it <laughs> exactly low to the ground and- yeah yeah uh so another vital part of this game and this stretch has apparently which is kind of a surprise to me and i think a lot of people that Ilya has been starting on the bench a guy that for the last two years I've been terrified at the thought of him not being in on the field for every minute of every game. And I think Vermees was, was this a third game in a row, right? At least. It's either, yeah, I don't have the exact number either, but yeah. I, I think it's, it's three or four. And I think at the beginning of this, Vermees was kind of forced into it because he needed a rest. He just had to give mm. Ilya a rest at all. And then brought him on, you know, in the 70th minute and was like, oh, this is nice. I like this dynamic. And yeah, it's it's worked wonderfully all these games and it still just kind of blows my mind. Especially because when you think about Felipe, I in my head I want to get him forward as much as possible. Mhm. Right. But so I you know, why do you think that this has been working so well? Well, going back to the origin of it, you know, there's a saying which I'm probably sure you've heard, necessity is the motherhood of invention. There I think this go. is that situation. Yeah. But um, I, I think, and this is kind of weird to say, but I think it's Benny Failhaber. Okay. Vermees has the option of Benny, and Benny can do a more of a playmaking role. He can. Kind of do what Felipe kind of does. Yeah, maybe not as well, because right. he's not as athletic. Right. Um, but, you know, he's got that flexibility. And I really think what this stretch has really been about has been the increased flexibility through people coming back from injuries, and uh, you know, having more options in the midfield, more dynamic things that we can do. Yeah, that uh, that click over whenever he comes on, it just you can just tell that it really messes with the way a, a, a team is defending Sporting KC. It just throws them off. And I think overall, when we're talking about Smith, and now we're talking about Gutierrez, mm-hmm. we've got a lot more athleticism that we were maybe missing with Ike. You know, a lot of people have said in that middle spine of the team, right? You know, with those two in those spots. Yeah, and I and I love it. I you know, it's gonna have to change this next match. He, he's forced into <laughs> yes. it again. Of he's gonna have to start it. A lot of but, invention going on this next but, game. But I mean, yeah, you know, if that's if that is just gonna keep working, then keep doing it. I mean, that's I mean, Vermees always does that. Oh yeah. If it, oh yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, for sure. And then so another part of this game was Luis Martins. Martins. Sorry, Martins is how it's technically supposed to be pronounced, yes, according to the 
media guide I on, sat the, here, on the site. I, I sat here and said Martins like five times before I started recording. <laughs> and still screwed it up. Still Damn it. messed it up. <laughs> no, but so the, that guy's a lot of fun to watch. He's a great addition to this team. Oh, he was another guy I was really keeping an eye on Saturday night. And yeah, this was by far his best game. Oh, yeah. Attacking game. Um, All around. I, there's one... There was one like bad play that I that I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. and it was just you know he had, was forced into a quick pass that didn't come off. But yeah, man, he was great. All the, the going forward, those he was making runs that you'd never see from Sinovic. Mm-hmm. He's faster, right? And I, he's just a better passer. The the crosses, you know, it seems like we this team has so often we just are able to get a cross off to no avail and it just happens all the time or a bad cross or just doesn't find someone but he's every you know when he's kicking the ball in there i i'm i think something's gonna happen i'm more confident that, <laughs> when he's kicking the ball in there yeah whenever he's mixing it around like that i i, I feel like he can create something well i mean going back to his first appearance we're all kind of like oh well doesn't seem to be a whole lot there mm-hmm. but it takes a little while to get comfortable just like anything and yeah. comfortable with the system and who you're playing with and and fourth game in or whatever game in he, he looks settled in yeah the, the first game uh, I, he can be himself now you know yeah 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 it, which and that's impressive how fast that that's happened well let's hope it continues yeah but yes it yes. is still the small sample <laughs> size but, but yeah that, that first game knowing all of that that we were just talking about i was like I, I said on this pod that, you know, if you didn't notice him, that's probably right. a good thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna notice a guy in his first game playing defense, it could <laughs> it could end up like you you remember him because of something horrible. But so yeah, the, he's gotten better every game, and and it's it's been a wonderful addition to this team. I love it. And as far as the streak goes, um, they're all one goal victories, which yep. you know shows that hey defensively not only in attack with martins and etc but uh, and smith even but you know defensively we've we've stored things up solidified yeah the defense with with those additions and so, so uh, yeah so another one all-encompassing kind of thing here from this game i i saw some talk that vermice has that vermice is due a lot of credit for realizing what this team what he has right now and what was not working, and that he's perhaps tweaked the formation their, a little bit, or the the formation mm-hmm. tactics, all of it, mm-hmm. and that's why this is happening. Have you noticed that? Well, obviously, with the switches that have been made, whether they were distinctly pre-planned or they happened more like you said, we yeah. don't know. But um, I think the Graham Smith thing has certainly been a Vermees pushed thing and yeah. obviously this worked out well. Um Well they even I mean, I remember they even released that lineup. Jimmy Mack pointed that out in the press box that mm-hmm. one game. Mm-hmm. I think that was at the beginning of the streak mm-hmm. where they actually put out a lineup for the first time I can remember in forever that was not listed as a four three three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean I I'm a big Vermees guy obviously i i feel weird saying something negative about him because it's like what the hell do i know that he doesn't that whole kind of thing but yeah that was you know that's that's an undeniable thing that it shows they're they're trying something he saw something wasn't working and he's made changes and it seems to be working now but i think the criticism would be okay what took him so long yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> was it because of the injuries 
you know, that kept that out, you know, that flexibility being there. Who knows? Yeah, it but took it took something maybe should have done a little sooner until but. the like less possible <laughs> time that they could have started the run is when not is that when he wasn't trying stuff earlier. Yeah, but maybe he just yeah. found what worked. Yeah. <laughs> hey, trial and error, and sometimes it just snowballs on you, and there's not a whole lot you can do sometimes. But he's found the ingredients right now, so it appears that way. I tell you what, though, and we'll talk about this a long time later. A lot of big decisions to make in the off season. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But yeah, yeah, let's Chad, finish this one first. <laughs> Chad, uh, Chad re- put that article out on the Blue Testament about you know who should stay, who should go. Yeah, it yeah. did seem a, that seemed a little premature to me in the uh, middle I of agree. this run. But, I agree. But yeah, I mean that's that all. There's a lot. There's a lot of decisions that'll have to be made. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he's making the right ones right now, so that's a good deal. That's true. good deal. Keep that's it up, true. Peter. Before we move on to this weekend, we're gonna take a break. Sound good? Sounds good. Take a break. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When it's a football night. When it's a football night. We can gather all our friends all around the tomb. That's not about a thing to do. When it's a football night. When it's a football night. When the final whistle blows, we're going to celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, we're going to celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, you know we're going to feel all right. All right. That song is Football Night by the Vanden Arms, as well as our intro is by the Vanden Arms. Who's playing tonight, Cody? Who's playing tonight Yeah, is the U.S. women's national team mm-hmm. against Portugal. Victory while tour. While we were recording, Carly will... Wow. <laughs> Carly Lloyd... Spit it out, man. Spit it out. Carly Lloyd scored two goals already, I think like 10 minutes into the game. Good job, girl. So the ladies are still killing it. Or Portugal's really bad, I'm not sure. Maybe the latter. Couldn't tell you on that no. one. Okay, so let's talk about Portugal. Oh, my gosh. It's Good Lord. <laughs> Long day today. <laughs> yes, it was you- a heck of a Monday like Tuesday. <laughs> I just told you I got back from the run. Apparently, that's throwing me off. I have no electrolytes in my body. <laughs> so... Take Portland, care of yourself, son. The Portland Timbers this weekend. And sporting will be without Felipe, Russell, Barat, Namath, Hassler, Busio. Good God. Six. Now, two of those are going to hurt more than the most, more than the rest. We talked about both of them already in this pod. Mm-hmm. Felipe and Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We're losing... Losing uh, the the fire that sparks everything for this team and Johnny Russell, and then this whatever magic has been created by Felipe starting, right? In the yes, back is uh, is going to go away as well. So what are you saying, Cody? You're saying we don't have a shot on on uh, Saturday night? No, I'm saying we <laughs> we would have this happen at this time. Mm-hmm. Three points behind Portland. Could be a six-point game. And we have six players out. With six players out. (laughs) 
It's got to be another six in there to make it a six six six, devilish kind of thing. But uh, yeah, someone tell sure us we can another, find one somewhere. Someone tell us the another six about this game that we're missing here. <laughs> So, um, okay, and Portland has a game in hand on just about everybody in the they conference. Do. Isn't it? Are, is it two? It was two games in hand at one point, but. Just one is, is, okay. is for now. Okay, okay. Two games in hand won't mean anything if Sporting Kansas City can beat them in both games that are left, though. Well, they have two games in hand on Dallas. Okay, okay. So, there you go. All right, yeah, I mean, we're sitting at 37, and um, the Timbers are at 40. I'm sorry. Yeah, 40. Yeah. And the Galaxy, who are fading quickly, thank God, hope mm-hmm. it continues, at 42. Yes, the late winner from Seattle left them with 42 points. And unfortunately, I thought at the end of that weekend that that um, Minnesota was also going to be at 42 points, but mm-hmm. they somehow pulled it out of their ass and beat <laughs> yeah, LAFC no no at kidding. LAFC. What? Oh, that was... I was so pissed off watching that game. So even though things are going well on the field, you're saying that things off the field are still going against us. Apparently. (laughs) The soccer gods are still working (laughs) against sporting on this season. Well, as Mike on our site has also pointed out, and we're not trying to be negative here, folks, but, um, you know, the first tiebreaker is most amount of wins, and we are two behind Portland there, three behind the Galaxy, two behind Dallas. It's all those seven ties that we got early. Yeah. Well, in the season, not necessarily early, but... Mike, so smart with things like that and just knows how to piss people off (laughs) with his facts and info. (laughs) But as I know Cody Bradley's going to say, because I know Cody Bradley says this stuff and he's Uh right, Uh this is just like the kind of game that Sporting would go in and and get a result for. It does seem like that. Yeah, yeah, we've mentioned that on this podcast before, but they've not done that a lot of the time this year. Yes, you're right. You're right. But, you know, yes, no Gutierrez. past, definitely a thing. No Gutierrez, no Russell. But we still got Hurtado up front who's going to bust his ass up there. And, you know? I mean, yeah, no no Gutierrez, but that just means uh, Ilya goes into his right, comfortable spot. Right, so. right. And, um, you know, Portland hasn't exactly been, you know, awesome this season. So No, definitely not. And, you know, Jerso will get a start. So that's that's actually a positive, probably. Yes. Yeah. Whereas back out there, running, yeah. running a defense dry. Exactly. You got Hurtado up there working his butt off. Um, you because know, we're gonna have to score in this game. We're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna shut out the Timbers. I don't uh, think. <laughs> do you have to score to win? So I mean, you know, it's not all bad. I mean, half of those guys that are out. I mean, Barath hasn't been playing. Namath certainly hasn't been playing. Neither is Hassler. Neither is Busio. Right. So yeah. And. You know, Namath hasn't even been coming off the bench. Exactly. So. Yeah. Busio, so the sky isn't exactly falling here. It's not falling, but those the first two, Felipe and Johnny. Oh, those, they hurt. Those two yeah. are definitely going to hurt. <laughs> I For mean, sure. just I, it seems like every goal Sporting has scored in the last month or so, Johnny has been involved. Whether it was like a first assist, like a mm-hmm. hockey assist, or yeah. scoring it on his own, or getting an assist. So. Well, I mean, like you said, Ilya, Roger, Benny in the midfield, they know what to do. Yeah, we just Hurtado has has a great moment in him waiting, mm-hmm. I hope. So. Hey, shall we? <laughs> Maybe it's a breakout game. We said that every single game for the past, what, 15 games? 20 <laughs> this maybe? This is the one, right? <laughs> this just, is the one, yes. He just needs that one goal. 
And my gosh, we were watching that the highlight again. That wonderful combination play that Sporting had. Like six passes in a row, something like that. And it looked to me like, I, I, I mean, it, it was one of those almost more difficult to not go in. Yes. Than Daniel, it would be Daniel. to actually put it across the line. <laughs> hey, he's been playing better. He had some nice combinations, some nice touches there, in that yes. game. So you got to give him credit for that. Yeah, terrible shot on that one, but there were he had some other good efforts on yeah, goal. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's just run through the lineup quickly here. Tim Melia, never before happened on this show. Uh-oh. 100% what? of the vote. That's never happened? Really? All right. <laughs> never ever in the history of the show. Or is that sarcasm? I don't know. That's sarcasm. Matt Beesler, <laughs> also, again, never happened 100%. Luis Martins is way up there also. 92%. Graham Smith and Graham Zusi. We've actually th- that defense was the one that was confusing all people all year long, and now we've come around. Seems to be set. We got a we got <laughs> the back line set. It's a good thing. Uh, Sinovic got seven percent of the vote. Jalen Lindsay is getting a few, so I guess people would rather Jalen Lindsay over Zusi. Is that like what they're getting at? Hmm. Well, people still down on Zusi, but we found his compliment on the other side, and right. Hopefully that's going to... Uh... Fontes got some votes, too. Good for him. Okay. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. All right, in the midfield, Roger Espinoza, 100% of the vote. Never before, never before happened. <laughs> Benny Philhaber, 90%. Ilya Sanchez, 95 And everyone else is ones and twos. We have so, some smart readers. I guess maybe there's not a lot of decisions to be made for <laughs> this weekend. The lineup seems to be setting itself here. And then on the wingers, Gerso Fernandez and Daniel Shallowy, top vote getters by a mile. Somebody wrote in Johnny Russell. Actually, two people wrote in Johnny Russell. I think they're just in protest of in protest of MLS not <laughs> right. shutting down for the exactly. international break. They're just gonna fill them in anyway. And at center forward, Eric Hurtado, no question there, ninety-seven percent of the vote. But we should note. That once again this season, and even though he hasn't played in like a month and a half or so, Johan has <laughs> at least one vote at all positions on the field except for goalie. Hey, some people have a soft spot in their heart for Johan. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. Hey, do you think he'll? Do you think we'll see him in the roster? Out of necessity. I mean, who else? Who who? Who would be a like a backup winger? Oh, I guess Madronda. Yeah, right. But Johan can play multiple positions, so yeah. I would I would think probably yes. I mean, well, so the last pod. Yeah, <laughs> if not, we know something if, major, major, if major. If he is, is going not down. in the eighteen, then there's someone's trying to move. It's either he's <laughs> trying to be moved, or the team is trying to move him, or yeah, there's something going on there. <laughs> yeah, he's just so useful that. I don't know how he wouldn't be in here. But we were talking on the pod last week that we can't even like confirm that he's training with the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vermees answered Thad like he's here and he's training. And he, he was at the say, game Saturday night. Didn't say he was training with the team. Yeah. And he was at the game Saturday night, uh, apparently in street yeah, clothes I've, in the crowd. I've seen him at, yeah. at almost all the games. So he's there. 
Curious case of Kraze, man, I'm telling you. Definitely. It's never been normal from his first freaking play in preseason when he arrived. He's just <laughs> been the, one of the weirdest players this team has ever come across. Hmm, I wonder if the team who had him before this knew all this about him. Yeah. Probably did. Yeah, the <laughs> second tier in Belgium or wherever, wherever, we, got, wherever we got him from. <laughs> okay. Um, looks like we've got the lineup set for that. Any other thoughts on Portland? Hey, it's Portland, and I'm sorry, but the Seattle game, watching Abdul Salam and just yeah. thinking about that. Anyway, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just Portland just has those memories, doesn't it? I saw I saw SAS get get destroyed a couple times uh-huh. in that game. Yes, Just did. absolutely embarrassed. <laughs> the thing I always used to say about him was that it like he sometimes he he would he was really good at times, mm-hmm. but then there were times that he looked like a baby deer. Like he's like <laughs> tall and lanky, and he would he's like falling over, and just like his feet weren't <laughs> underneath him. <laughs> okay, USA versus Mexico. I have to tell you, when that lineup came out, it was the first time in so long that I was not pissed off. Okay, well, like I had just, this question in my mind. It was an odd feeling. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I was like, oh, oh, he's on, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> so who are like, you especially happy to see? Uh, well, I really like um, Alfredo Morales that he got a look, mm-hmm. and on that same line, I'm really happy that Bradley is not <laughs> on the roster. Okay. Now both of those Positive are probably subtraction. are probably because the uh, that that. Uh, Toronto is just in need of him at the mm, moment. Yeah. No Altador either. And so if that wasn't the case, then I have a feeling that Morales wouldn't have been selected mm-hmm. either. But then uh, that Serginho Dest. Okay. Ajax kid. Mm-hmm. Been playing, starting almost every game for them as of late. I It's just there, there's a lot of youth. I hope, I hope the young guys get to play. You think they're more likely to play against Uruguay? In St. Louis, or? Well, so, I mean, well, for for Dest, at least, you know, if he's starting for Ajax in mm-hmm. the Champions League. What? I mean, he has a, has a right right back, left back. Or he's, he's an outside back. <laughs> a, a spot that the U.S. has struggled to find someone. Mm. Just put him out there. Yeah. That's the friendlies. So they're four. I always say that, like with sporting and all these teams, it's like if this guy is that good, mm-hmm. put him out there to see what happens. Did you see Sargent's uh, goal that he scored? I did. Yeah, I that mean, was great. Is he gonna get a chance? Yeah, especially he's in St. To... Louis, he probably will. Oh man, I don't know how. I don't know how you don't see him the majority of at least one of those games. Mm-hmm, right. So yeah, it was uh, it was just an odd feeling when that lineup came out that I was. <laughs> Not disappointed for once. Well, that's good. That's good. I like how Berhalter is, uh, you know, mixing it up a little bit, but also keeping a consistent group in there as well. He is. Too. I, so with Berhalter, I feel like they just set him up for so much ridicule. The whole thing of, you know, they could, we couldn't find one person that was interviewed for the job other than him. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like it was, you know, he was kind of handpicked by – MLS powers that be, and you know that all that whole chestnut with this. Okay, team. do MLS real? Does MLS really have power over the national team? Well, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> if not that, then it's just whoever's making the decisions for U.S. soccer 
are, are just pushing MLS as hard as they can. Mm-hmm. It just seems like MLS and the U.S. national team are just aligned, and they would rather give an MLS guy a chance than someone like Alfredo Morales, who mm-hmm. hasn't for so long and plays regularly in the Bundesliga. And it just things like that have just always kind of blown my mind. But it was good to it was good to see this this time. Yeah, around. we'll see what happens. And that and that. Where I was going with that, I forgot. Uh, Berhalter is, is slowly winning some people back, I think, or, mm-hmm. or getting them on his side, despite that I think he was kind of set up for failure or to be a scapegoat once they lost a few games. And Okay, so I apologize for my ignorance coming out here, but how much international coaching experience does Berhalter have? Oh, I- None. None. Okay. I didn't think so. I just didn't I mean, wasn't sure if he had gone over to Europe at some point and yeah. I, man, not to my knowledge has he ever done that. Okay. And that was, you know, I don't know. But I'm really excited for both of these friendlies. I, I like I want to see a lot of these players. I like the lineups and you know, obviously USA versus Mexico I'm gonna get up for every single time. And then the game is Uruguay. That'll be that'll be a lot of fun also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll you know, we haven't seen them in a while. They I don't know if you could say they exceeded expectations last time around, but you know, there's the U.S. at the Gold Cup. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they did actually a little bit. I, I yeah, they exceeded my expectations because I didn't have. <laughs> that just any. speaks to how down they've been <laughs> yeah. before that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so it'll, you know, I'm 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 excited to see these. These are gonna be two really good tests. Hammerby. Okay, I guess I did know that. So Beralter Beralt- okay. was uh, was in Sweden with Hammerby I- IF. Okay. So, All right. how long was that? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay, I'm sure if I push the button, it would. Yeah, I mean they definitely, I think, are on the right track. Um, you know, it's always been the U.S. national teams coaches or the national teams thing is, are they can they get over that hump into a, dare I say, elite team? Right. Yeah. I mean, we were there back in what 2002. 2002 was about right, as close yeah, as we got. Exactly. It like, and yeah. since then, we we've struggled to get it back there. So. Well, so I I always cite you know Germany failed to make a World Cup. I can't you know I can't tell you which one it was, but then you know that was a slap in the face to that country. Mm-hmm. We have problems that we right. need to fix. Right. And then they won I think the next two World Cups after that. <laughs> so. You know, enough time has passed from Trinidad mm-hmm. and Tobago <laughs> mm-hmm. that that we can now I can now say that perhaps that was what we needed. Perhaps it was a good thing. It's I still, think so. It still hurts to say that. I mean, being at the last World Cup, you know, getting gypped of a World Cup is really annoying. <laughs> but you know, maybe that's maybe that's what they needed. I don't know if U.S. soccer, like the front office, if you will has been kicked hard enough mm-hmm. and done enough changes, but you know, I think Baralter's doing pretty good. They're progressing slowly. So some reason and, and Thad, I don't know what Thad would say about this, but for some reason I'm just very good that Sunil is not pulling the strings. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it just makes me happy. It makes me very happy. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Parting words of wisdom. Hey, I wanna go see a game. In Portland someday. Have you been? I've not been to that stadium. I want to go very badly. Yeah. We were talking about this on the last podcast. I'm desperately waiting for that 
Wednesday, Saturday, right, right, Pacific yeah. Northwest games. Yeah. You know, Portland, Seattle, Seattle, Vancouver. I'm yeah. waiting for that summer trip. I mean, I will say I have, a, I have an affinity for the Timbers. I don't know why. I just do. And uh, I start. I I used to, but then I I started to dislike them a lot. <laughs> just like just the same. I almost see them the same as I see Seattle. Was that? I don't remember how many years ago that was. Where. Tim Melia was like hurt, got hurt, and I think maybe even had to sit out or he didn't practice all week or something. And Portland fans were just were booing him <laughs> for being hurt. <laughs> Those and bastards. I, I've never, I've never. And then I also I like to get on uh, other SB Nation sites uh-huh. comment boards. Very dangerous game <laughs> to play there. But and Portland's is always. I mean, it's very Cauldron Facebook-esque. So, Cody, what kind of a fan do you turn into when you're a little inebriated, let's say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was that game. You don't have to answer that question. (laughs) I remember uh, what game that was several games ago. It might have been RSL where I was was pointing and screaming at the television. (laughs) Okay. And it was just – it was kind of at the peak of, like, all everything is going wrong. They'd given up several goals, and then it was. I was holding it together the whole time, and then somebody hacked the hell out of Graham Zusi, yeah, and didn't get a yellow card for it. And I just, I just <laughs> button just clicked. I'm standing up like in front of the TV, like pointing at it, like <laughs> touching the TV with my finger. All right then. Yeah, I love but that. at the stadium though, when you're in the cauldron, are you a mild mannered? fan well i have enough the opposing goalkeeper and... uh, yeah i've got enough um press box training there there you go that on on the <laughs> spectrum of cauldron fans i'm i'm probably on the more calm okay all right but that's because i always like know that i've got to go back in the press i gotta right i'm gonna be there for Good post point. game and in the locker room and all that but yeah get me another uh playoff run here mm-hmm. where i have no blog responsibilities <laughs> <laughs> And, I'll and get, we'll see what happens. I'll get Cauldron weird. Not like, responsible. Get, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but hey, huge game this weekend, boys. Let's go up there, and, and we know you're going to give it your best, but uh, gosh, you'd make us it. so happy if you guys pulled out a, a victory, three points up there. Huge. Yeah. I'm pumped for Friday. I'm pumped for Saturday. Pumped but nervous. <laughs> Big games for both. We'll be living in a different world next week. But we're going to get out of here. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC. Join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. And we will talk to you next week. Just more day. Yeah.